Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my solo show. Um, now, just for some little motivation, let's just listen to some of the rock rap. We stay hungry, we devour Put in the work, put in the hours And take what's ours Like in some more in my veins My culture banging with strange Now as you can tell The rock rapping is not really a thing <laughs> It's so funny because like When you know like You know what your cultural icon is The minute you do something different Like say the rock being a rapper instead of an actor Guess what happens if People start creating memes of it And like this is the whole thing of the, when the rock rap he sounds he sounds like you know protein like he is the embodiment of like bodybuilders protein motivation energy <laughs> so like there's a whole bunch of memes like on tiktok or just even on youtube like there's a, a video I watched this morning where like as soon as someone played like his like 10 seconds of the verse of rapping um that was like like people just got motivated you know someone a guy was sprinting like on the treadmill super fast someone you know you know basically started working out really hard and like there's comments where he said like hey my cat listened to this and that ended up being like, becoming a tiger so you know you're like very significant in the culture of society if the minute you do something like funny different or whatever ends up becoming an instant meme and instant hit on the internet so <laughs> yeah that was um that's that though um but i just want to talk about you know something that happened you know two weeks ago funny i was supposed to record this last week but because um some delays and stuff like that like you know life goes on like it's kind of hard to have a consistent schedule especially when you're and this is not an excuse but this is kind of hard to do right it's um it's when you have a full-time job you know 35 40 hours a week um it's where you have you know you have certain fam family obligations that's number two and it's also, number three is when you want to, you know, balance uh, exercise as well. Put that in there. And number four, if you have a relationship, you kind of have to also balance that there too. So it's one of those things where you know, it's you have so many plates to balance that you know, unfortunately, you don't have a lot of time to stretch yourself thin, um, unless you give up sleep. And I do want to talk about this. It's like the, kind of the uh, concept of you know sacrifice right to, to become quote-unquote successful or to become quote-unquote big on tiktok youtube or whatever um sometimes it's just based on luck like you know actually like yeah sometimes it is based on luck but then once you get the success based on luck you're gonna have to keep the momentum going which also requires a form of sacrifice but yeah i mean like there's whole you know concept of, of you know um grinding and sacrificing you know um it's like how badly do you want it like do you like how like do you want to give up sleep or something like that and i get it like if you're sleeping for 10 hours a day you have you know you can probably give up a couple maybe two hours of sleep at that point right but like you know there's this whole thing in our culture where um like it's like this grind culture you know what i mean it's like uh, i was watching this uh video um it was like uh the day in the life right like what i do in a day um they have features uh, basically certain celebrities like michael b jordan um mark cuban uh anthony mackie and the one that really caught my attention was john cena's um kind of version of it where he, he wakes up at seven, which is cool, but like he talks about sleeping for one hour in the week. Then he fills up on that, like that sleep deficiency on a Sunday for eight hours. Like that can't be healthy, can it? Like for the average person or for really anyone really to sleep an hour a day during the week, then have like a Sunday day where you only sleep eight hours or on average, you're supposed to sleep like eight hours a day. Like that's like, that's not. I don't think it's a sacrifice worth taking because you're giving up, you know, your health at that point. Like, um, y like you can make 
money like you you definitely do that you like if you don't if you don't want to do that you can always have a job like you can always remake that money but the one thing you really don't have a spare of is physical and mental health like once those two things go away you're fucked <laughs> like you can't make money when you're dead and you can't make money when you're sick that, that like that, like that, that, that that's that's just that right so I don't understand this kind of need to like throw away certain like things to make you healthy, certain things to make your body function just so you can, you know, get this thing called success, right? Whatever that version is to you, whether it's, you know, being a famous, you know, actor, comedian, podcaster, business person, uh, whatnot, right? I don't know. It's just for me. It's like, I, I like there's like certain, probably certain hierarchy of needs. And I think one of those things, in my opinion, that I want to value is like mental and physical health. That's just that's just that right you know if you don't have those two things then you can't really do anything else um but yeah that's that's just my little thing about that and i've been following this guy um on youtube for just 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 for honestly shits and giggles um his name is nikado avocado and for if you don't know who he is he is a mukbanger and what a mukbanger is is that they have a whole plate of food and they eat it in front of, uh, you know, the camera. So they eat in front of their audience. And what that does is that it kind of gives, like, the viewer, like, the, the sensation the sensation that they're eating. So it kind of helps with, like, diet and things. It's also kind of, like, soothing. Kind of gives up a bit of a meditation. Like, if you listen to some of Zach Choi's stuff, um, he, he has ASMR where he just kind of cooks the food in such high movie quality. And he eats it, too. So that's, that's that, right? But... Back to who this Nikado Avocado is, right? He is a uh, mukbanger that started his channel back when when he was vegan and skinny. So what happened was that uh, he basically, long story short, he transitioned uh, with his boy- boyfriend Orland. He they both transitioned uh, to the point where uh, they both gained a lot of weight. Specifically, uh, Nikado, he, he gained about two hundred pounds in uh, I believe the years he was on YouTube, um, and he's just honestly changed quite a bit. He makes a lot of money. He has, like, I think, like, th- like a, he has multiple channels on YouTube. He has an OnlyFans on top of that, and his views get like thousands and thousands of views, like on like day one, day one or day two videos, right? Um, and when you have multiple channels making that much views, you have a an OnlyFans as well, you know, making that much money. You're and he also has merchandise as well, which he he's making a good amount of money. But look where it's gotten him, right? He's 200 pounds heavier he's clearly not the healthiest shape he's clearly not in the best mental state because a lot of his videos he and i don't know if this is an actor or not he cries um gets really emotional really easily gets really upset um very easily and just recently i think his boyfriend orland just moved out so they're not together anymore so you've lost your relationship you've lost your kind of your mental health you lost your physical health but you've gained something in return which is you know a lot of notoriety and a lot of money so it's like is that really worth the sacrifice i mean fuck in my opinion i don't think it is like no amount of like you know no amount like no amount of money for in my opinion with that trade-off is worth it because you don't at the end of the day you're just like your quality of life just sucks even if you're rich (laughs) like fuck man i guess you can get liposuction um but you'd probably gain all the fat back to be honest but yeah, that's yeah, that's just the I guess the opportunity cost, you know, and that's the thing about success is that you know not a lot of us really want to you know kind of 
admit to ourselves is we want to be rich you know we want to do all these things but these things require a sacrifice and now whether these things are worth it or not is up to the individual person so yeah that's why not many people are you know super quote-unquote rich right it's just it's the sacrifice may not be worth it for a lot of us and some of us just want to you know stay in the slow lane which is good like we shouldn't you know be this like person you know trying to trying to be the best and trying to grind you know trying to you know reach the top of the uh, like of the corporate ladder or reach you know kind of the top of whatever successful thing we want to do if it's going to be too much of a too much of a cost for the individual to uptake right like not ever not just be you right not everyone's a gary v not everyone's a nikado avocado like just be you and play to your strengths whatever that may be all right now just yeah and just like i said before it's just no no amount of you know no amount of money and no amount of fame and notoriety is worth in my opinion the deterioration of your mental and physical health just it's just not worth it all right so let's talk about what happened to me about two weeks ago and this is a pretty interesting thing so i want to you know kind of go back uh two weeks because i know i was supposed to film this last week but you know fuck me whatever um to the whole Kamara Usman versus uh, Kobe Covington fight. Um, the first of all, the UFC has done a really good job recently, just putting on some really crazy showcases. Just right now, they had the Max Holloway, uh, Holloway versus the Yara Rodriguez fight, and Yara Rodriguez being one of my favorite fighters like ever, as usual, put on an amazing performance against one of the best, Max Holloway, who just has crazy volume when it comes to just throwing strikes. What a what a fucking great boxer that guy is. But. I want to talk about just stuff that happened to me <laughs> outside of the fight. So I'll kind of give you just a story and a breakdown of what went on. So I was watching the fight last weekend uh, with the boys, uh, and we ended up going out. So we basically went to this underground club uh, where the person in the front basically had all types of drugs. So they had LSD, they had meth, they had anything you could think of except for marijuana. Um, so the guy who took us to the underground club, um, he met up with us um, at the bar uh, we were watching the UFC, and he was already coked out of his freaking mind. Like you can tell, he walked in. You know, his eyes were like he, his pupils were dilated. He was fucked. Like, and he you can tell, like he was acting off. Um, but yeah, so so that was the guy that took us in because like we were just talking with the boys. We were kind of just questioning, like, yo, is this a trap house? Like, where is this place? Because it's one of those clubs where they don't actually tell you, like, you know, where the location is until you pay, like, until you pay however you pay right or promise to you know keep it a secret or whatever because it is like i said in bc we don't i don't think clubs are open for dancing yet they kind of have like separate table services and that and you can't really go around and talk to people but in this underground club you can it's just, it's like you know it's like normal being you no know, pre-covid except they have like an access to amount of drugs there um openly too um so like it's weird because when i want to do lsd like or any type of serious hard drug, I'll do it in my room. Like, I'm not going to be comfortable doing it with someone I just met or at a club or I don't know if I can get home at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, I'd rather do it in my room where I know that, like, I can wake up and I'll be perfectly fine. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm here. Like, I'm comfortable in my house, right? Like, I, like I'm not down to do it. Or, like, during the day even, like, you know, in a forest or something like that where I know I can get home uh during the middle of the day then yeah like i'd be okay with it but not like in the club at like 3 a.m or something where i don't know if i'm gonna get home or how i'm gonna get home right that's that that, that that's that's just that right like i'm just not going to there was this old there's this one brand dude 
you know, the guy with the, who was coked out when he met us, and he had an African accent because he grew up in Kenya. Um, and he kind of already gave me some vibes, you know, because he's, he's the guy that, you know, that would talk about, you know, like how great he is or, you know, he would just talk to like, he would, just, he would over embellish kind of like stories of like how much wealth he had or how many bitches he fucked. You know, he, like we all have one of those guys where like they would just, in, in myself included, I've done this many times. Like, holy shit. Like I try not to do as much now, but like th- that insecurity still hits where you kind of, where I need to over embellish a, th- a certain thing in my life. Um happens right but like i try not to do it often but you know when you know when you meet someone that like you kind of get a vibe check from them and like the, you you know that they are this type of individual that's exactly kind of like how i felt about this guy like he said a couple words and i'm like okay this guy is a bullshitter um number one he's a bullshitter number two is a drug head and number three he's a um he over embellishes a lot of his stories like he's just a basically a bullshitter at that point right um and that's the vibe, man. That's the vibe I got from him. And it's kind of crazy how, like, how the human psyche or, like, how, like, we've kind of evolved this kind of sense someone's, like, you know, personality or energy or how they are relatively quickly in, like, in, like, a couple seconds or how they present themselves or how they talk. Um, like, damn. <laughs> yeah, but the dude was coked out of his mind. He was already lit. And, like, I don't know, like... And that, and like, I don't know if I was gonna like this guy or not. I was, I was kind of neutral about it. Um, yes, like, so one of the guys who partied with him before, he was like, I don't want to go because this is a tra- like the last time I went with him, cl- uh, you know, partying, it was a trap house. It was disgusting. It was gross. Um, so I was talking to a buddy of mine. I'm like, I'm leaning towards, you know what? Just say, you know, fuck it. Let's not do this. Let's go somewhere else. But we were curious, so we ended up going, and. We went to this place. It was um, it was in an established like building. It was like a print, like it was like a printing building, um, and it was in like the bottom floor and it had everything. It had you know bouncers, um, it was like legit. So it had to, so it wasn't a trap house. It was a clean location, and when you went into this uh, location, everyone you knew was fucked. It was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so like it was one of those places where you knew like you had to be on something in order to, you know, to have fun, right? And um, that, that, that was the vibe of the crew, right? Like, everyone was just kind of there just to, like, you know, listen to the vibe of the music to kind of, you know, basically reunite with that sense of club, you know, that, that clubbing sense, right? You know, like, loud music, lots of people dancing, lights everywhere. So it was like, it was like it was back in, um, it was back in the old days. But what happened was that, like, we basically got hungry. So we went to McDonald's. We ordered uh, McDonald's. We tried to order at the drive-thru, but they didn't let us in. So <laughs> we basically waited at the front for, like, 40 minutes to get three junior chickens, uh, which now I really want. <laughs> but, yeah, so we ate that in, and then we went back in the club. So keep in mind, this was daylight time savings. So, like, when it reached 2 o'clock, it was actually 3 o'clock. So we've been par- so I've been we've been at this place for, like, three hours. And like, keep in mind, I don't stay up till 3 a.m. I'm usually in bed around 9.30 to 10 o'clock because I do like to wake up and do stuff. So the fact that I'm at the club at 3 o'clock in the morning is kind of an anomaly to me. It's like, okay, this 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 usually doesn't happen. And like I was like this when I was like 22 or 23, like 23, 22 to 21 to 20 um to 19 even and i was okay with going out until 3 a.m because i was like i had the energy for it right but like now just doing it after so long of you know not going out to 3 a.m it's like 
it was surreal because I, I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep awake, dude. I just wanted to go to bed. That's <laughs> that's that's how much like it wasn't enjoyable anymore. Like I like at that point, like it was just like okay, I'm gonna go ahead to bed and just nap out. But at around two a.m., you know, three a.m. right now, um, I step outside because it's too hot, right? I, I step outside, you know, get a breather or whatnot, and then I see the guy with the African accent, you know, the Indian guy with the African accent. He was done. Like the bouncers got rid of him because he was puking like near the near the sewer, like the kind of the sewer drain. Um, and he called me over. He's like, "He's like, hey, buddy, come here." I'm like, "Okay, what's going on?" And the bouncer's like, "He can't come in because he's fucked, right? He's he's just puking all over the place, and he's clearly high on like he had too much coke, too much blow, too much blow, weed, and alcohol." So, so so now that he called me over, I can't come in because the the bouncer's like, okay, what are you gonna do, right? Are you going to uh, leave him and get back in the club, which you could do, or are you gonna look after him because he can't come in the club? And I thought, you know, what any normal person would do, like even though I just met the dude, I'm not gonna leave him out there, right? So I'm like, okay, uh, I'll, I don't mind, you know, coming in back in the club. I'm just gonna stay with him. And he's like, oh this is what the bouncer told me that really like kind of really made me think for half a second was a lot of guys would just leave him like leave their buddies and go back in that's a lot of respect that you have that i have for you and i'm like but isn't that normal shouldn't that be normal in my head like shouldn't that be normal just to be like if you're gonna be out with someone you should take care of them if they kind of push it too far but you know i guess in the back of my mind it was like you know think about the environment we're in we're in we're in, we're in an underground club with a receptionist basically sells us drugs like hard drugs right so it makes sense you know they would would prioritize you know being high on drugs and partying over kind of looking after someone that you know that that's that that, that's fucked right even though they just i just met that person right but here but here's what really got me and this kind of really reinforced what the bouncer said was that one of my like one of the other guys i just met he came out and he said this like this thing my rule is that I will never take care of somebody in the club, or I'll never take care of someone when they go out. They were they are responsible for their own actions. And like I thought to myself, I'm like, holy shit, this is act like this is how like a lot of people think when they go out. Like, I get it. The dude's 28. He should be old enough to know what he's doing. But regardless of that, like, shouldn't the normal thing to be to help that individual out like even though he's like you know he's a dumb fuck that you know that did too much too many dumb things when it shouldn't it be normal to help someone out but clearly the answer at that and that in certain instance is, is not the case you know you just leave him and go fucking party and he and if he can find a way back home he can find a way back home he's old enough to know what he's doing um <laughs> i don't know like i'm just like this 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 type of crowd is ruthless if they want to get fucked up and party and do drugs, they are going to do that and they're going to leave your ass in the dust if you can't keep up. Like, there is no camaraderie at that point. You are fucked if you're fucked. Like, literally, like, you can't get home? Well, too bad. All of us are going to leave, like, all those guys are going to leave you who think you're your friends or your buddies or whatever. They're going to leave your ass over there and they're going to stay in the club and going to party till whenever and they're going to go home perfectly okay and they're going to leave your butt just fucked uh crazy i mean i mean this is just like this is kind of why like i don't know man i mean 
it's like a very dog eat dog world in that type of world. Um, you have to learn to take care of yourself, like in, in in that certain instance, and like that sense of camaraderie, which I thought you know you kind of had when you entered in, because that's the normal thing to do, does not exist in that type of you know underground club or in that or even the people you know sometimes when you go out with like people in the clubs you're like okay you're old enough you should know what you're doing i'm not gonna take care of you i'm gonna go and have fun you figure it out i, I like and that just kind of changed really kind of really really made me think and kind of changed the way i think about you know certain like events and people that you hang out with it's like they may say you have your back but they really don't they really do not um, and that instance right there showed it because they were willing to say, they were willing to drop that dude and just say, Hey, look, I'm going to go back and party. Oh, you know what? He's 28 years old. He can do whatever he, he, he's old enough to know not to get too fucked up. So that was that. And I ended up, we ended up taking the sharing the Uber home and, uh, I showered and went to bed, but yeah, that's, that really, sh- that, that, that really shocked me. Um, that really yeah that that that, that thing really kind of gave me an eye open eye opener you can't really trust a lot of people when you go out you have to be very smart about how you're gonna get home how much you're gonna do and to be strong enough to say no to you know people offering you lsd coke or too much to drink because at the end of the day who's really gonna look after you right you can't guarantee that the people you hang out with are gonna look after you they could just be like, like them and just ditch the guy and just go back to clubbing because that's what's the most utmost important thing is to club and do drugs so yes that's that uh thank you this is kind of a shorter episode I'm trying to make these more consistent uh thank you so much for, uh, for uh, joining me in the show link to the patron is below um i'm trying to make this basically fan sponsored and in some sort of stuff. you know fan fan funded fan sponsored if you love the content give a shout out to the patron below if you want to donate And I'll talk to you all in the next one. Take care and bye for now.